When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're on this and everything else, Eagles, Sixers related. Let's talk to the uh, individual here at WIP that covers it all. Elliot Shore Parks is brought to us by Colonial Hyundai, the fast, easy, better way to buy a Hyundai. Shop 24-7 at colonialhyundai.com. Elliot, what's up, buddy? What's going on? How you guys doing? Good, man. So what is your reaction to what you just heard? Yeah, I think the 49ers realized they messed up, is, uh, is my reaction to the Debo thing. You were, I mean, after that game, they talked a lot. I remember being down at the Super Bowl, and uh, they were talking on Radio Row a ton about the Eagles. And at the time, we all said, we can't believe how much they're talking about this. I think they've probably been told by either the head coach or, or someone in that organization, like, oh, yeah. like, stop, stop doing what you're doing. And you saw that yesterday with Debo, and, and I think it's the correct path for a number of reasons, but the top one is the 49ers might be the most overrated team in the NFC. Like, if you look at all the teams that we, we consider Super Bowl contenders, they're the only team that does not have a quarterback. I can't remember in my time That's, covering the league. Unless Brock Purdy's good enough. Which he no, might. no, no. Bro- Brock Purdy's coming off of major elbow surgery, and he only started a handful of games last year. Look at the other teams we consider content- contenders in the AFC and in the NFC. All those other teams have quarterbacks that have significant playoff experience and that would be ranked somewhere in the top 10 or 11. I can't remember the last time from covering the league where a team went into the year with such a major question at quarterback, and everybody just considers them a contender. Well, he played well last year. He played. Yeah, but it's half, it's half a year. Like, like, look at the Cowboys, right? We all sit here and go, well, Dak had a bad year last year. Dak never wins. Dak's accomplished way more than Brock Purdy has. He's played way higher. Yeah, than but he's that, also had long, he's had a longer time to accomplish it. I mean, Elliot, I don't know. I got to see Brock Purdy Brock play more. Tommy John to surgery again. We're like just really? moving past that. The guy, like it's like he just had Tommy John surgery yeah. like a few months ago. So, Elliot, which game? Look, you're a reporter, but which game are you most intrigued about for this upcoming Eagles season? Eagles Niners at home. Eagles Chiefs on the road. Eagles Cowboys at home. I still think it has to be the Cowboys, just because when you look at the NFC... It feels small to me. Eagles-Cowboys feels comparatively, and this is unusual, Eagles-Cowboys for me this season feels small. Yeah, I I feel like the Cowboys... And I'm wondering if that's because you're overlooking the Cowboys. I mean, the Eagles... The Eagles and the Cowboys, to me, are clearly the best two teams in the NFC. And then yeah, I, think see, I don't a- give them that respect. I, I don't have that much respect for the Cowboys right now compared to the other teams in the NFC that, I don't know, have surpassed them in my well, mind. Well, but if you think about last year, everything – and I don't want to say everything went right for the Eagles in a way to diminish what they did because they had an outstanding season. But it was probably one of the best seasons we'll ever see from this franchise short of actually winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. and. All that, it took them till the last game of the last quarter 
to clinch that division. So the Cowboys are right there with the Eagles. And the difference between the Eagles winning that division and the Cowboys winning mm-hmm. that division is the Eagles having home field and a bye, in my opinion, or having to go on the road yeah. you know, for the majority of the playoffs. Well, listen, so, compelling. Yeah, it's a compelling case. All right, speaking, speaking of last year, Elliot, on Thursday, as you know, we are going to have a Super Bowl 57 look-back show. Encouraging yeah. everyone, and by the way, if you don't know this, if you're listening right now, uh, either tonight or Wednesday, and we know this is not going to be the easiest thing for everyone to do. It's going to be a you know gulp it down sort of experience. But to, we're going to rewatch the Super Bowl. We, me, John, James, Rhea won't be here, but Devin will be here. We're going to rewatch the Super Bowl uh, on Wednesday, and then do a whole show on Thursday, just trying to figure out what the hell happened upon hindsight. What Elliot do you think will stand out to us that perhaps? Perhaps we haven't focused as much on. I mean, what 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 are your memories back to that? You know, let's be real. I mean, really horrible day. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to think of something we haven't focused on because we've certainly discussed this game from all angles for yeah. months. But I, I would say that to me, one thing that really stands out when I just think about this game, whether I'm on a run or walking around, is the fact that this team was so good at holding leads all year, and really under Sirianni in general. That once they got a lead. They, they were elite at holding it. They were a great running team. They knew how to manage the clock. They very rarely made, like, mental errors. And that I remember sitting in that press box, you know, in Arizona and saying, they're going to win. And that was the feeling from everyone. The fact that they went in up 10, Mahomes' ankle injury, obviously, but just even more than that. The fact that they were so good at holding leads and then to make the mistakes they did in the second half to blow that lead, like, we can focus on the defense, the fumble, all those things. It just floors me that they blew that lead when they've been so, so good at it all year at maintaining a lead. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Elliot, what are the chances how he's got something up his sleeve uh, personnel-wise prior to training camp? Well, they have $13 million in cap space still, so they have enough room if they want to go around and, and, and do something. Uh, they normally like to bring around 10 into the season, somewhere around there, so they have some flexibility. So they probably have four, you know, four or five million around there if they, if they want to really get creative. I think as of now, they're very happy to go into the season and see what they have at, at certain positions. Obviously, this is a roster that doesn't need a ton of work, um, but safety, linebacker, maybe the third receiver, you know, uh, backup offensive line. There are some areas where they, they could probably use potentially another veteran player, mm-hmm. but, but I think they like their safeties a lot. I mean, they're, they're linebackers, you know, the N'Kobe Dean thing, we'll see how he does in camp. And they've really talked up Quez Watkins. So, I don't think Howie has a big move ready because they need it. But if we get a week into training camp, you know, two weeks, the first preseason game, and depth is looking like it's an issue on this team or, or N'Kobe's not playing well, they certainly have the flexibility mm-hmm. to go out and do it. Is Aaron Sipos really our punter again? <laughs> it looks like it. I mean, they're, they're certainly going to give him a chance, and they haven't added anybody uh, of significance. What's up with they- that, Elliot? What Why? in the world? I, I agree with you. I mean, you, when, when you asked about that Super Bowl two questions ago, I was going to say the punt. The fact that all year we said this is going to come back and hurt the Eagles, and then it hurt them in the, the biggest spot of the season. 
I mean, they also brought back the special teams coordinator, Michael Clay. So obviously they don't view the special teams as needing a major overhaul the way maybe we do. Um, Sipos will be in camp and be competing. Much like linebacker and safety, that is a spot they could make a move at. Um, you normally do see a good punter uh, shake free at the end of training camp for teams that are having legit competitions, unlike this kind of depressing competition the Eagles are having. But I, I do think you, you could see them make a move, but they, they still believe in them, and they're going to give them a shot. Elliot, let's talk Sixers. How close is this basketball team to winning a world championship? I think they're really close, and I think they were really close last year. Um, if you look at, you know, obviously this depends on James Harden, whether or not they bring him back. Uh, I think there's ways to improve the team. I think if you can turn Tobias Harris into a more of a legit wing scorer, whether you combine Jaden Springer or, you know, one of the few draft picks they have and try to make a move for Zach Levine, I think that would improve the roster. But when you look around at the teams in the East, I think they stack up very favorably, uh, you know, with, with all of them. Um, I think the Nick Nurse uh, move at head coach makes them a better team. Obviously, we know they have to improve on how they play in the playoffs. Clearly, that's a part of it. But when you look at the roster and, you know, really how it went against the Celtics last year, yeah, I, I think they're they're way closer than other people seem to think. What do you make of Maury's strategy? I guess you, you like it then so far. Yeah, I, 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 so I think this roster can win, can win a title. So in that way, I'm okay if they bring back James Harden. And I think a benefit of what they're doing right now is if it doesn't work out this year, if let's say, you know, they do flame out in the second round again, or even worse, they don't, you know, they, they lose in the first round. You're then able to completely reset the roster because you'll have probably have enough for two max spaces next off season. You can either sign free agents, which can be a little tough to do, or you can try to acquire, you know, their contracts with all that cap space. So, well, Look, if they went and got a Dame Lillard, obviously that would be exciting. I think that's unlikely. They just don't really have the type of flexibility outside of, of that type of deal. So when you look at the roster, you look at the fact that it's really just a one-year commitment to this roster, then with the ability to completely reshape it, I think it's the best of both worlds. If you're someone that doesn't believe in this team, they got one more year to try to prove it. Or if you're someone that does, they're going to run it back. And I think continuity is super important in the NBA when it comes to winning. Elliot, final thing. About a half hour ago, we started this segment, and James was playing uh, Stairway to Heaven. And uh, inexplicably, he chose audio in which, at the very end of the song, while we were playing it, it, it just stopped playing. Uh, 100% his... To... No, don't, don't even no, go there, he, Seltzer. He just, don't there even go no there. Heaven. So there you're no asking heaven. the wrong person. Elliot might have never heard Stairway so to Heaven. So, Elliot, here, yeah. Elliot, here's this the question. Well. Elliot, I, re rephrase the question. Elliot, Ask if Elliot, he's heard it. Elliot, here's the question. What should Seltzer's punishment be? <laughs> For what? Not playing all of this song? Correct. You're saying? Yes. When you say this song, I, you act like you, you're not familiar with Stairway to Heaven. Elliot. Honestly, the most familiar I am with this song is I feel like I've seen a lot of posters for it. It's a Led Zeppelin song, right? That's the song you're talking Told about. You're, you're oh a loser. You're, you're a bigger loser than Devo. <laughs> yeah. We're done. So that, so We're done. I've seen We're done. a lot of posters for it, like in college dorm, but We're I don't done. think I've ever listened to it <laughs> uh, from beginning to end. All right. Here, so, I, I got I I to Hold on, Elliot. Hang on. I got to give you the warden from Shawshank. How can you be so obtuse? Well, you, meaning you are the warden from Shawshank, and that's... that's uh, <laughs> It's uh, what's his name talking to you? Andy Dufresne. All right, Elliot, we're done. If you don't know Stairway, we're done. Have a good day, man. It was a pleasure as always. How about if?